guys, welcome to the Hacks Basely Show. My name is Basely Yorobi and I am the CEO and founder of ConnectTex Global. In this podcast, I will answer to the couple questions about tech, entrepreneurship, and life. Hi, Christopher, how do you feel? What's up, Basely? I'm fine, and you? I'm good, good. For all those people who don't know me, I'm Basley Yorobi. I'm the CEO of Connectors Global, and this is my show, the Axe Basley Show, where I talk about three things. The first thing is about technology. The second thing is about entrepreneurship. And the last thing is about happiness. Happiness is everything. And that's why, uh, yeah, I want to share my perspective about happiness with my friend of mine, Christopher. Christopher, can you introduce yourself? Sure. Thanks again, Basley. Really pleasure to be on your podcast. Um, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a young man, 27 years old. Uh, I've been entrepreneuring all my life, I guess. I haven't done major studies. I tried uh, one year, uh, one year philosophy um, here in France. Uh, but yeah, I quickly realized through different various experiences, first through the um, a bar, an alternative style bar I, I created in La Rochelle. Uh, it's a southwestern uh, city in France. Um, and then through Jolly Click, my uh, professional social network, and then now my, my, my new startup, I realized quite quickly uh, that I was um, not made to, uh, um, to work in, in, I mean, grow in normal conditions. Uh, I was striving to uh, um, tackle challenges, try to prove myself also, also in various ways. So, um, so I, I felt that um, neither school nor um, employment uh, as such was a, a path for me. Um, so, yeah, I've uh, since then always tried to be useful to others and, and try to create, as Peter Thiel says, you know, go from mm. zero to one, create yeah. something ex nihilo and, and, and create value. Yeah, that, that, uh, that has been my, my path since uh, 17 years old. Wow, amazing! So, so, uh, why about you? If things was you are you was key, like you are find your first, uh, first of all, your own path. Like, okay, you say, uh, I will try to do, go to somewhere in, in the study, uh, education stuff. But the most important thing is not like going to the school, but try to fix all those problems or issues you've seen on the on the society. But why you have this kind of DNA? So in your family, people as like you, or you have some sibling or people, entrepreneurs, why do you have this DNA in your, in your belly? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I could give you a long answer. I'll, I'll give you the short one. I think, <laughs> uh, I think the, um, it, it, it begins um, in, um, hmm. It, it starts somewhere, I think, when you you grow up and and you feel uh, you see stuff you see stuff in a different way, right? Like it doesn't feel completely right. Like the how how you're brought up, how you're introduced to reality, to life, uh, things that uh, should be normal don't just feel normal right they don't just feel they don't feel right so you you and and why why that you jesus i mean for various reasons in my case um 
yes, it can, it can be brain chemical, all from brain chemicals to uh, uh, sufferances you live through in life uh, to, uh, um, you know, I've been, I've, I've been raised in France, yes, for sure, but also in Sweden, also in South Africa. Wow. Um, so I've been in the most unequal, unequal society in the world, South Africa, and yeah. the most equal society in the world, Sweden, you know. So it's yeah. like it, when you see all that through your young ages and, and you see all the differences, um, political, social, economical, and you're, you're just uh, torn into the, this, all these spheres, you, you, you end up not seeing things normally, you know. And, and that gives you feelings, that gives you drives, that gives you stuff um, that could that could be, and this is a complex debate, right? It's a complex thing because um, either you say, I'm satisfied with, with reality and mm. you're done. You know, I'm, I'm just in a kind of a Buddhistic way of approaching life. Like everything is normal, is good as it should be. Don't try to change it. Mm. And then you have this other approach that is uh, more entrepreneurial because innovative, because uh, I want to see things change. I don't think this is good enough. I think we can go further, better, stronger, etc., etc. And there's a lot of criticism to that approach, but uh, it's it's mine uh, as as it is the one of my family, the entrepreneurial family, mm. all of the entrepreneurs, yours as well, I guess. Yeah. So um, so yeah, I mean, it start. I think the DNA is there, right? It's like when you when you start being someone that has issues and you fall in love with problems, right? Yeah, yeah, totally agree. It's the same for me because uh, my father is not typical entrepreneur, but he does some entrepreneurial stuff and my mother too. And, uh, and another thing uh, uh, is with my journey, the fact that as you already done, like the fact to traveling, because I think traveling is, that is a secret in traveling. Because when you travel, you find some another perspective, like you can sure. find your, as you already said, the poverty perspective, the, the higher, higher level, uh, you know, like US, because I was in a couple of time and I believe one, one years and a half in US. When you see the difference in the world, you say, I mean, I, I can fix that because it's not equal. That, mm. that the DNA all entrepreneurs and, and, you, and you're right. And um, I have a great question uh, to you about that. So when you Should wake do. up, what uh -huh. is your ritual or your routine? Because I mean, many entrepreneurs, they are, people say, I want to be successful, but, but there is secrets that don't pe people understand. Like, depending on how you going through every time about your morning, some people talk, talk about miracle morning, or whatever, but it depends on how you discipline yourself. More you discipline yourself, more you are successful because like, it's like the it's same thing when you do workouts. What do you think? And do you have some ritual or not? Do you want to create your ritual? Do you already done a miracle morning? Tell me more about it, man. <laughs> it's a great question. Um, listen, I, I'm maybe weird, but uh, I, I just, when I, when I go to sleep, my eyes shut, everything becomes black, and I wake up the morning after, boom. I haven't dreamed shit. Like, it just went, I just went through a, a two-second tunnel, and I'm, and I'm back. And the funny thing, I don't find it funny. I find it quite normal. But people, you know, that live with me, they, they say, uh, Jesus, you just wake up. You, you, you just, you know, throw away the, the, the uh, ah, I don't find the word, uh, the, 
yeah the thing you have also upon yourself when you sleep yeah and and uh, and you just jump up you know from the bed and and there you go you, you're already working like i can i can i can immediately just grasp my phone take it and just read through the notifications start chatting uh, immediately especially now that i'm working both with paris and san francisco so it gives me like an overlapping day yeah. where people are you know awake uh uh, when I'm at night and and vice versa. Yeah. So um, so I, I uh, to be honest, I don't have any. I would like to because it, it 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 feeds my imaginary of a healthy life, etc. etc. But but to be honest, I don't have any rituals. Mm. Uh, uh, um, I don't have any rituals. The only one I have, maybe if you can call it a ritual, is wake up. Um, not even having your breakfast sometimes, just drinking water or juice and mm. getting to work immediately. So um, you have some some music you listen you you listen like because the same for 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 you. I don't have this, some kind of ritual, but now I have my Alexa and uh, huh? I have also my Google Assistant and I create some automatic routine because I want to optimize everything. You know, I don't want to do by myself something sure, sure. that my Alexa can do. So. I create a routine and when I say hello Alexa and my Alexa can and give me like informations or like joke and after the joke a break news and after break news uh music and I do this every day. Do you have this kind of stuff? Because nice. it will be yeah, music, yeah, sure. just music, I don't know. Sure, sure, sure. I think I'm a bit autistic, you know, like I get this focus thing where I just into the tunnel and then you can forget me. Now, with age, I must say that I like more and more just having that morning coffee uh, and just waking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> up slowly, you know, and just having my yeah. coffee and, and, you know, having a bit of lights. Yeah, uh, snow life, right. When it, yeah, snow lights, right. And just putting myself to the, to the computer, to the station and, and reading through, yeah, news, uh, what's the tasks of the day mm. and getting slowly accommodated to the day uh, that okay. that's a it's a small routine it, it's it's coming with age i guess yeah Sorry. yeah I, i totally agree the same for me so i think when you with the age because you don't have a lot of energy like because when you have 20 when you're 27 when you're 32 like it's not the same when you're 40 i mean when you <laughs> more you more, more you more you grow more you be a grown man more you need to like optimize your time, take sure. care of you because you don't have a lot of energy to put uh, <laughs> the same way you go to the hole and after you wake up a boom. Because I, I do the same thing to you. Like I have some friend of you in US and when you need to follow the, the, you know, the level of US because they are West and East, you, you must sure. be you are between your UTC. It's <laughs> very important to you to be at the same level than us. And that was a little bit hard because when they are awake in, in Paris, it could be like 2 a.m. and you're sure. like that and you try to, <laughs> you know, jump on and doing some conversation with some people like sure. that. It's your so, double day, right? Double day, yeah, totally agree. Okay, great, great, interesting. So tell me the three mobile hubs you use uh, every time. Um, I'll be, I'll be as boring as to say, like, I go to Mark and Spencer for the food, you know, like I, I go, I go to Facebook and LinkedIn as my major, cause I, I do optimize those cause they're major tools. People yeah. can 
spit on them, you know, and people can say a lot of things about them, but they're still, Facebook is still, LinkedIn is, is and Facebook are like uh, huge tools, huge platforms, you know. So if you, if you just like, like the, 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 the right uh, pages, you connect with the right people, you'll get, you'll get the nice flow, you know, you'll get a nice flow of, of news, et cetera, et cetera. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm connected all day to learn stuff, to comment, to see what's up in the ecosystem. Um, and I'm getting the most uh, value from it professionally, especially right now, because as I'm building this networking app, uh, I, I, I do find all my, my target users there. So both for personal and professional purposes, I'm, I'm on both Facebook and, and Twitter, uh, mm -hmm. LinkedIn a lot. Now, um, to be honest, when, uh, when, I'm, when I look at the apps I, I use the most, um, Deezer, which is like, yeah, Spotify is a major competitor. Don't ask why I'm not on Spotify and Deezer. I just, you know, it was a long time ago, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I, I use Deezer a lot. Like, I listen to music. Uh, I'm a big fan of music. I listen to it for running for working for relaxing for dancing everything you know so music is is my has always been my my big savior uh to extract from the hardship of reality yeah yeah like you you go in your, in your hole <laughs> <Sure>. and you, <laughs> you you break down all the barrier and you are in your like bubble okay, yeah exactly. Great. exactly okay great so um uh can you uh Tell us, what is your perspective about uh, uh, networking? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, Jesus, that, that's my, that, that should be my, my question. Um, yeah, well, for real, because you, you do that already. <laughs> um, well, networking, it's an interesting thing, right? Because um, you have social, like pure friendship, family networking, mm. pure yeah. social networking. And then you have professional networking. There's... Uh, first, first, there's a kind of a difference, even though professional networking is a social networking. So I would say that professional, professional networking is a subdivision of social networking. But the, the difference is that in, in, on the one hand, you have, uh, you, you're connecting with people you should know or you know. And on the other, you're connecting with people you don't necessarily know, right? So it's, those are strangers that are transformed into people you know, acquaintances, friends, and, and colleagues with time. Um, listen, for me, uh, who is mostly focusing on professional networking and who, who wants to try to uh, crack the nut uh, when it comes to professional networking and its inherent issues, I would say networking is basically two things. It's first, um, the, the way you grow your own networking, in your own network, sorry, meaning uh, the way you approach new people, strangers, perfectly, perfect, perfectly new strangers, um, uh, in, in a coherent and useful way so that value can be exchanged. And, and you don't necessarily turn out to be friends or, or, big relation, or, or having big relationships with those persons, but you do have a moment in life where you exchange uh, momentarily uh, value and 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 to have to 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 adhere to that gymnastic to adhere to that culture of uh i'm not satisfied and we th that's a connection with what is what is entrepreneurship right like yeah. i'm not satisfied with 
my network with what I have. Uh, I know I have a big network. I know I have a quality network, sure, but no, it's not enough because tomorrow I might uh, work in industrial uh, in the industrial field, or tomorrow I might work in IoT. Uh, you know, my my girlfriend is working on blockchain subjects. I know shit about blockchain. I know no one in blockchain. Same so for it. me. I, yeah. I know a little bit, but I'm not expert. <laughs> right, right. So tomorrow, if I want to tackle blockchain subjects all suddenly, I'm blocked, right? I'm completely paralyzed because I don't have the connections. I don't have, merci. I don't have the, um, I don't have the, um, I don't have the connection dots. I don't have the people uh, that can propel me um, to building a product, to understanding a market, to Uh, connecting with, with uh, um, blockchain-centric investors, etc., etc., um, or give me just you know simple, pure advice. You know, so um, I think networking is first this culture, this you know reflex, this thing you entertain uh, of always being open and trying to through med different media, different ways, um, especially technology nowadays. You have a lot of those tools um is the biggest one of course not that active, but the biggest one and and then you have lunch club you have uh, you have cheaper you have a lot of and and we're trying to build some something new called purple now the second thing uh, about networking uh, for me is um opening up and that's another movement right it's not you going and hunt going to hunt going to reach out to people to uh, Uh, make yourself visible and known to others it's another movement it's opening up your network to others mm. and and that movement is i think something we also tend to forget a lot and yeah. and, and unfortunately you know because yeah. everyone has a beautiful network with a lot of people you know at least uh, at least uh, indirectly you know and 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 you like uh, i know I had a conversation with a guy uh, the other day. He he's one of Achille, uh, mm. and and that, that it's a marketplace. And basically, uh, he was telling his problems, etc. Especially during these times, he needed investments. Uh, and I had I had discussed like one year ago with Fabrice Grinda through emails, one of the top uh, business angels in in, in France, uh, and he's like usually focusing on marketplaces since ever. But uh, mostly now, and I, I listened to his, uh, his um, it, was a, it was a conference, it was a webinar um, a couple of weeks ago. And he was like, you know, uh, how can we, the, the guy asked him like, how, why and how can we reach to you? And he was like, well, if, if you're a founder and you, you, you're building a marketplace, just send me an email and, and I'll be happy to. Like, I thought when, I, when this founder called me about, when well, we had this chat about, His, his startup and his needs of, of funding, um, I immediately connected with uh, Fabrice Grinda. I, I said, listen, man, I don't, I don't know him personally, right? But I've been conversing with him via email, so it doesn't cost me a lot to just, uh, you know, introduce him via email and say, listen, this is an awesome, uh, awesome marketplace. Have a look, you know? And, and it does have, you could say, yeah, but he could do it on his own. Sure. But it, it doesn't have the same effect, right? Because if I say, He, this guy is valuable. You have a referral. You have a, a referral point. Referral point, which has some value, right? Yeah. He's not alone. He's not alone saying 
I'm, I'm awesome. Like you have someone else saying he's awesome. So, yeah. so he, he responded 60 seconds after I sent the email. And this wow. guy gets like, I don't know how many emails per day, right? So he answered immediately and said, cool, uh, do you have a pitch deck in English? You know? And bingo, then they were off. So that, that's just an example. That's just an anecdote of yeah. what you can do when you open up your network and just think for others also uh, yeah. and not just, you know, keeping everything. Yeah, keep me as a secret. It's my own yeah. secret. Yeah. My, my, yeah, my, sure. my, my precious, my precious. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's the Gollum syndrome. You know? Yeah, the Gollum syndrome. <laughs> you can call it, I will not, the Gollum syndrome. Like when you don't want to open your own network, the Gollum syndrome. Yeah. I will record that. It's very great. Gollum syndrome. Great, 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 great. Gollum syndrome, my precious. So yeah, sure. I mean, the, 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 those. I think if you if you're able to be in that gymnastic to to just you know go and find people, always thinking I'm gonna grow my network, etc. And also, as you do that, all, all also give because when you give, you receive. That's yeah, powerful. Jesus Christ, Plato. Everyone has said that before, you know. So. Just keep that in mind. It's a holistic, a worldwide, universal rule. If you give, you will receive. If you, if you are in that, you believe in that, you adhere to those rules, man, I mean, I think we all benefit from that. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a virtuous circle and, and we, need, we really need that, especially in these times. I mean, mm. networking is so precious. So yeah, that, yeah. That's my, I would say that's my, that's my definition of networking. Very impressive. Very impressive. I don't have something to add because it's so beautiful, poetic, romantic. Like I can't, Thanks. I can't add anything. So great. So for, for those we, you already say, so how, how we, we can reinvent so the, the networking, the concept of networking is good. At the same time, we must create our networking. We have some reach out or hunting spirit at the same time you must also have the spirit of giving but sure. i i don't see this kind of thing all all network i use uh and uh how, how do you think we can recreate that because um yeah it's like very difficult to have the same time the way to manage your network to know because sometimes you can have a lot of network that you can remember all those people you know because instance, personally though, i have like in my network like 25,000 people. I can remember all people, but sometimes when I, when, when I use, I use some CRM to like mm -hmm. try to remember who is, I can connect with something is like very huge, very hard. How we can reinvent networking to be more That's effective? True. You know? It's an awesome question. Um, I might get into some technical details. I hope your, your uh, audience won't, won't, uh, won't be bothered by it. Um, but just uh, as a con as a global, I mean, uh, contextual remark, um, uh, networking has been, I mean, reinvented um, every year since LinkedIn appeared, right? I mean, it's, and I'm talking about professional now, because in terms of social networking, everything from Facebook to TikTok and uh, Lasso and, and, and Yubo and Zenly. I mean, in cafe now you can yeah. doing, doing a live stream at the same time a play, you know? Sure. <laughs> there, there's so much, there's so much on that social space that I, I don't even want to put my hand there. But, uh, <laughs> but, but in terms of professional networking, um, I'd say uh, if, if you look at what, like the, the crunch based statistics, they show that, um, there has been more and more 
products within the networking space and more and more investments in the pro professional networking space year mm. over year since 2003. So it's, it's a growing field. It's, it's, it's maybe not booming exponentially, but it's a growing field. Um, so, so, um, and, and why I would say, because there's still problems to it that are, that are unsolved, right? So what, what, we, what we found, I mean, what we are doing at Purple, uh, by the way, Purple means uh, we give purpose to people. It's not the color, it's purpose and people becoming purple. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so what we try to do is precisely that, give purpose, meaning goal or orientation, orientation, usefulness, etc., to people. Um, it, uh, what we see is that LinkedIn became this huge mastodont, you know, huge platform uh, where th th that really designed a, a culture back in the days. Um, and it's a weird culture, right? Because when you, when you ask someone to connect, you basically say to that person, hey, um, you look interesting. Okay, I take away when, you, when you're really looking for investment, when you're really looking to hire, when you're really looking for a, a lead generation, sales, uh, prospects, etc. If you, if you take away those very proactive behaviors and you, you take the big, uh, the, 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 the global mass of people that are quite passive, just, you know, uh, looking for stuff, they often they connect and what they mean, what the symbolic value of a connect button is basically, hey, you look interesting. I saw some nice logos on your profile. I saw some nice keywords. You look interesting. Um, I want to store you in my directory. Mm. And, and I mean, literally, you know, because what yeah. you do basically is that you connect. The person says, ah, oh, you also, you, you look also very interesting. Let's Boom. connect, you know. They connect and then you both end up in a directory passively, silently, not saying anything. And, and that's networking, you know, but so, so it works. It has its function. You can't say anything. It's like 600 million users and, it, and you don't, you don't reach that amount of, um, of users. If it has no value, it has, of course it has value in the, in the podcast, Raid Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn, Mm. Um, Master of Scale, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love this podcast. It's amazing. Yeah, podcast. He's a he's a great guy. I mean, amazing. So, I mean, listen to it. But in one of those podcasts, he he's he's like he's like uh, admitting that the how they ended up having like huge growth um, through this connect button was like okay, they put this connect button. Um, because because it was profiles at the beginning is was only your CV online you know that was it you know and then mm. they put the connect button and people starting to connect wildly you know and they were like oh shit what about the quality of the connections but they decided to not do anything about it you know they just decided to let it take off and we will see what happens you know um, so the quality of of connections and the quality the the the, the real value brought between people that was not a that was not a matter that was not a subject for them um and and so today everyone has a directory cool it's passive um it's there if you need something you can find it basically if you need to find someone you will find that person but it's um 
You say hey. You want to say hey? Hey. Oh, you found an insect. <laughs> okay. So, um, so it, it's there. It's it's. Uh, you, if you need to find anything, you will find it. But um, it doesn't. It it's not a it's not a productivity tool per se. It's not a way of getting uh, passively. I say it's not a way of getting real value. Um, it's a way of um, it's it's a it's a, it's the yellow pages, right? So yeah. what are what yellow are yellow? A white page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, exactly. So what is a yellow page? Well, you go and when an idea pops up in your mind, you go and find it. But if you don't have that idea, you won't uh, cross. You won't st stumble upon opportunities. Uh, mm. You know. So that th that was for me kind kind of a problem. Um, and then you have a new wave that came during two thousand. 14, 15 um, of swiping apps inspired by what Tinder did. Um, and they, they just thought, okay, we just, let's apply the Tinder paradigm to profession, the professional world. And you have those professional profiles that you swipe. Yeah, and so it's good. No, it's yeah, good. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and so it was a it was an attempt to create more dy dynamism uh, to create new encounters etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. but the thing is that the navigation flow changed but the symbolic interactions the cultural interactions didn't compare to linkedin because when you swipe basically you do the same thing so as you when add you on the directory that's all exactly exactly so so it's it's a it's it's a chat it's on mobile of course, um, it looks more fresh, it looks more modern, but basically it's the same thing. And, and so you, you swipe, you swipe, you match, and then you match, and then you say, oh, um, now I feel, you feel this little pressure of, okay, I need to start this conversation. And the other guy also has this pressure of, okay, I need to start this conversation. And you end up in this wait and see game. You don't know who is going to do who, what, you know, and, and, and so. I do the first, he do the first. Exactly. So like you get a hello, you know, from someone and then you're supposed to say hello as well and you don't know what to do. And we, I see, I see across Shaper, I see across those swiping apps, but that, that, that is still a major problem because they haven't understood, like, they haven't understood, they, they haven't started where LinkedIn ended, right? They, they didn't, they just uh, applied uh, and adhered to the same passive culture of networking. So sorry for this long monologue, but it's important because, in my view, purple because it's uh, because it's basically it's basically uh, a map that that is uh, um, uh, providing location sharing in real time so that you see people around you. Uh, we put we put today uh, an arbitrary uh, limit of five kilometers around you. That might change, but basically, yeah, you, you're you're able to see people around you. And when pressing the profile and, and watching the profile, the thing you can do is click on meet, uh, which is not connect and which is not a swipe. And the meet button opens up the camera and you can send a 20 sec video to that person you want to meet. Mm. The, that combination, why is it different? I think you can feel it, but we think that the, the technical 
the technical difference is that the psychological difference is that um the 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 value of the way the the connection joint you know is completely different like when you send a video compared to when you swipe or when you connect you click on connect the video you send is engaging and engaged so yeah. you expose your your face you expose your voice it has some kind of pressure and you you will you, you won't you don't you won't do that if you don't have a serious a kind of serious reason to ask something give mm. something uh want something from someone yeah it's um, more engaging because when you you engage you make a video as is right because it's, it's kind of intent you yeah yeah open a video you make a video it's intent if you, you don't have a good intention if you are not very uh, proactive you can't exactly. do that anymore because you don't have the time to open doing yeah. a video etc you know exactly mm. so uh, but you know what i i found out yesterday uh really? that yeah yesterday i found okay. out that, no but no, no listen I, i found out yesterday that a, a similar app as ours was created uh, in 2012 by paul davidson i think he's now the founder of uh clubhouse which is a uh, kind of a ubo for professionals where you okay. just jump into audio groups mm -hmm. uh, with people strangers kind of cool concept and he did a highlight and highlight is not that got bought by pinterest back in the days and it was pretty pretty much the same thing um you had location sharing uh and it was a bit ugly like in the days but it was you know it was functional mm. now you didn't have the video so you could chat with people um you could chat with people that were uh just around you i don't know if the location sharing technology at that era in 2012 was as good as today i don't think so because uh, we use an sdk that was built during these three last years by a guy uh, that did some heavy r&d so uh so yeah i mean it's different because you don't have the video and the location sharing but but you know th those things were still popping up you had those ideas right um the, the the idea what is it the idea of um on the first hand uh getting this net like a fish net you know a, a fish net for the offline socializing the offline flows because you yeah. meet you meet and you cross a lot of people at the subway in at at the office uh, in restaurants at school Uh, in the co-working spaces i mean there's flows and flows of people you don't know that could bring you value and upon that those people that share the same school share the same neighborhood uh are are like just in the same co-working space it, there there's a high probability that those people have like-minded you know uh, characteristics they have same goals maybe they have same backgrounds you might connect with those people so that we by giving this overview you know of people around you um except me i'm in the countryside i i, I have only cows you know but if you're in a city like the, this this overview you have of people around you it's quite appreciated because you 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 do also all of a suddenly have the possibility to meet in person physically which for me is like the most important thing to do a good networking is Okay, it's cool, and now with COVID, online, 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 I love it, and we need it, but it's it will never replace the organic connection you can have 
when mm. meeting someone for real. So when you just see people around, you, you're just like a couple of meters from meeting, having coffee with someone. Yeah. Um, and that, that might be spontaneous, maybe not fitting your all day life all the time. But when you have five minutes to kill, when you, it, it can be interesting to be just, you know, near that person to have a coffee. That's one thing. And the other thing is this radical authenticity we want to foster on the app. I really believe in this. Like the, 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 the video, as it is something that allows someone to, to have a, a sample of how you are, who you are. Like you, you see so much in a face, you know, and you, and you, and you see so much in the, dy the dynamism of a voice and what, what, is it, what it is telling you, you know, asking for. So that moment of 20 seconds, we want to make it precious. We want to make it that very valuable, genuine, um, because we think that in the end, um, it, it, this, it, it breaks the ice, right? It breaks the ice. It, it lowers down the, the doubts, the suspicions you can have uh, about someone. And it allows you to just be, become more open and, and allow someone enter your life for a couple of seconds more, right? So we, we, we really believe in this because the map you see someone for real, get the video that is real. And, and we try to make, we have some new feature ideas. I won't, I won't tell you right now, but, but you know, we have those feature ideas that all uh, correspond to that philosophy, that, that mindset, which is be authentic, be real, be yourself, connect for real, for real reasons, give real value, be concrete, not this official, artificial... Uh, bullshit, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. So basically, to answer your question in one sentence, um, how do you renew networking today uh, is by various ways. Lunch Club does a great job. Clubhouse does a great job. Um, and we think there is a need today to reinvent offline socializing, so socializing right? Because... Mm. It has it's stuck like in back in the twenty the, the two thousands, uh, and it hasn't it hasn't renewed. We we don't have today, despite all the new technological advancements we have had since the the, the last years, we have we we don't have a pure nice online layer above the offline reality that can optimize the offline world and make the experience of real life even more intense, even more valuable, uh, and even less time consuming, time effort consuming, et cetera, et cetera. So basically I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ha hands down on, on, on that uh, uh, angle. Okay, great, so great. So I think I will doing another podcast with you because um, you have, a, uh, I feel you, I feel you, and uh, you have a lot of things to say, and I think one, 40 minutes or one hour can, can control all things you can say, and I will re-host uh, re you, uh, I think, next week, I don't know, but I will re-event you again to talk about, to, to give you more time to express yourself, because you, you have something to give to the world, and I, and I appreciate that. So, uh, can you, yeah, so can you um, uh, give how, uh, so in, more more shortly um your perspective of happiness and uh give you out in the same time your last word because uh we don't have a lot of <laughs> sure, sure, sure. No problem, no problem, no so, problem. 
So we need to mix it up the, the two the two last question like right. give us uh, how uh, your perspective of happiness and uh, your last word uh, for our audience. Um, but I not forget I will uh, I will invite uh, invite you again for another uh, pleasure. I'm, I'm all here for you, bro. Um, well, I mean, it's a difficult one because I did some philosophy, so I have my ideas on the topic. You know, but uh, <laughs> that's why that's why I I I changed the question because <laughs> for all those people, they they I had this question not directly about happiness. I tried to change, but I as I say, I know you are a philosopher and I, I'm thinker too. And uh, I say, okay, I can give this question for my guy. <laughs> that's why. Listen, I mean, I, I've I've never felt happiness. Because I don't think I don't think you can uh, honestly say happiness is a feeling. I think you can say joy is a feeling, pleasure is a feeling, uh, satisfaction is a feeling. But happiness is, I think, an intellectual state you evaluate yourself in. So you oh, say, wow. based, you know, in based on the the momentarily feelings I have and the way I think my my life. Uh, uh, within the frames of the expectations I have for it, because mm. I have expectations from my life. You know, I yeah. I want it to be like this and to be like this, and based on how it is for real and how you want it to be, and all the feelings you have, that mixture, you project yourself and say, "I'm a happy guy" or "I'm unhappy." Um, mm. In French, it's quite interesting because bonheur and malheur. Heure in old French means luck. So it basically means, you know, good luck or bad luck, you know. So okay. it's, it's, you know, so it's, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's a difficult question. I, I can't, I, without, because to make it short and without, uh, um, without uh, going too far from what we said previously, wh what I have found until now is that I feel happy, feel I think myself of happy. I am happy when I'm useful to others because I see that, um, well, I think that's what meaningfulness is, purposefulness is, um, uh, fulfillment. When others, in the eyes of others, you see that you have value to them. Okay. And, and, and that, that's, I mean, that's the, 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 I think it's the best feeling you can get. So it, it boosts your self-esteem. You get esteem from others because uh, you know you're a part of something. You know you know you're a part of a group. You know, and the worst thing for me, it's someone completely indifferent to my efforts of mm. uh, trying to help others. You know, and saying mm. that's shit or you do it wrong or I hate that. You know that that's something I can't stand because because I really find myself happy only in positions where. I know that I'm doing efforts for others. Others like it. They're happy and I'm happy. So because I see that I exist in the eyes of the other, my impact goes through them. And that's, that makes me feel alive, you know? So, so I, I would say that's why I'm in networking, right? That's why I'm working in networking because I, I think I only find happiness through those patterns, through, through those configurations where I help others. Yeah, sure. Helpfulness makes okay. me happy. Great, yeah. great. And, the, and your last word, last word. 
Jesus, my last word, um, hmm, um, I would say, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, you know, uh, what has happened now with the confinement, lockdown, uh, COVID, etc. it's just big, big slow motion, right? Yeah, like is <laughs> the time is like break down you so slow slow everything is so slow <laughs> when I you mean, call you... people you say i have the time to talk to you right now <laughs> exactly even the cows are like running you know <laughs> we're, we're, we're stuck you know so so yeah i mean the my message is like um be helpful man As, i mean with the, the only way one sorry the the one of the the, the good ways we can make the slow motion turn into high motion is and, and high motion we need is uh by introducing uh helping you know giving advices uh do you know someone that can invest uh introduce them uh, you can you can you invest right now can you uh, start a business can you i mean can you hire someone hire someone you know like just make sure that it, it keeps afloat and open your network, go and, go and meet people, uh, try to network, because that, that's, that's how we create this stagnating slow motion into real motion, which is uh, economic vitality. You know, that's, that's mm. it. No. Yeah, Bloodstream. Great. great. So thank, thanks so much, Christopher. And, uh, and I need you again, because you do a lot of things. Uh, you know, I feel you, man. So... I don't know, but I think you see, see, feel the same thing. Thanks so much for, sure. for, your, for your intent. Sure. Thanks so much for your time. And, uh, and uh, I think you, right, it was, it was better to do it in English because I, I think in French, we would be not the same. Uh, thanks so much. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Man. Yeah. Whenever, bro. See you yeah. soon, Vasily. See you. Bye. Thanks, guys, for the listening. Please, please subscribe and share it. Share this podcast with your friend and your family. See you next time. Have a blessed day.